tonight at the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. We're going to go through the AEW Dynamite Review, the great cage match that we saw last night between Cody and Warlow. The ending was awesome. The whole show felt like a pay-per-view, the battle royal, everything that went on in that show. Also, we got some AEW news stuff that most people may not um, are aware of. I have that and much more here tonight at the Chokesland Wrestling Report. Welcome back to the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I am your host, the ultimate one. And tonight, we're going to go through the AEW Dynamite that happened last night. The match, all the matches were great. Um, to me, they were good. I don't care what anybody says. Um, but those matches were very, very good. Um, we're going to go through all the matches that went that happened last night. AEW Dynamite started off with the Battle Royal, Tag Team Battle Royal. Um, this match was pretty good. I mean, you had all the best, uh, most likely the eight best tag team in AEW going at it for a shot at Omega and Hangman Page at Revolution, who Omega and Page, of course, they are the AEW World Tag Team Champions. So this was a, a pretty good match. I mean, well, you had a lot of stuff that was going on. Um, uh, the tag team battle royal was kind of weird because you you had um, uh, Dark Order popped out of nowhere in the in the stand during during the uh, the battle royal, asking SCU where is your partner in crime, Christopher Daniels. I thought you guys were brothers, and when the SCU turned their back on the on the rest of the uh, guys who were in the ring. Um, uh, Mark Silver and Alex Reynolds went and threw SCU over the top, bro. Therefore, eliminating them. But before that, uh, Jack Evans was the first guy eliminated in that match. Then followed by T-Hawk, and then SCU was thrown out. Right after that, uh, like I said, Silver and Reynolds were in the ring. They got super kicked out of the ring by the Young Bucks. They were the next ones to be taken out. Um Sema was taken out right after that. And the funniest part about that was that um, Uno uh, pretty much um, offered Sema a mask. Uh, before that happened, SCU and uh, um, Battle all around the arena. Um, they hit um, uh, whatever his name, Uno, uh, Evo Uno. And, but then these guys came wrestling all the way to the back. Um, but Uno stood by the ringside area. He offered Sema a mask. So that's very uh, something to look forward to. And during the whole whole thing that was going on through the whole uh, battle royal, Nick Jackson was taking care of all the tag teams, doing his moves, his knee kicks in the corner, whatever. But at one point, he got eliminated. Nick Jackson from the Young Bucks. Yes, he got taken out by Butcher. Um, so he got eliminated. And right after that, um, you notice I was looking at that match and I said, Where is uh Prime and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz? And then all of a sudden you see them by the in the corner with um 
Sammy Guevara. Um, so after that, um, we saw uh, something that it was fun to watch. It was Luchasaurus battling it out with Butcher. These two big men went at it. Um, but right after that, those two went in. Then uh, Private Powerful went in, and they pretty much uh, eliminated Private Party. Then Angelico got thrown out. Um, Jungle Boy followed after that. And then everybody ganged up on Luchasaurus. Um, and then at uh, one point, uh, Chucky T got thrown out. Um, Blade got thrown out. And um, the funny thing is that Orange Cassidy popped out of nowhere. Nobody knew where the hell he came from. But at one point, Trent looked like he was going to get eliminated. And just when he's about to fall, here comes Orange Cassidy, catches him, brings him around, carries him, pretty much carries him to the corner of the steps in the ring and helps him. But he got, Orange Cassidy got taken out by um, the bunny that she kicked him in the groin. Um, so after Trent got eliminated, then um, Butcher got uh, eliminated by uh, Matt Jackson, who was the only young buck left there who had to wrestle Ortiz and Santana. Uh, and at one point, Sammy Guerrero uh, interfered in this match. And he, when I tell you, he sold the super kick from coming off the top rope from Matt Jackson. He sold the crap out of that super kick. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. I thought he nearly killed him. Uh, so Ortiz and Santana got uh, eliminated from that match. And... The Young Bucks are now the number one contender for the uh, AEW Tag Team titles. And now these guys are going to wrestle each other at Revolution. Now, my opinion about this, this is where I said somewhere in Revolution, Hagman Page is going to turn Omega. Uh, something happened tonight. There's something similar that happened a couple of weeks ago between them two. Um, I will bring it up when the, uh, when the AEW Tag Team title match that they have against Lucha Bros. I uh, will bring that up, but I'm definitely, I'm sure that Hangman Page is going to turn on Kenny Omega. He's going to turn on him, and that's where the Young Bucks going to get keep the, the AEW Tag Team titles, and they'll be the ones who will beat uh, Omega and Hangman Page because Hangman is going to turn on Omega. It's going to happen nine days from now. You're going to remember that I said this. So, Hangman Page will turn on Kenny Omega Revolution, and that's the way that these guys are going to lose the belts. So, um, stay tuned, guys. Uh, we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the next match was Chris Stanland versus Shana. This match was pretty good. These two women um, show me their skills. I'm not going to go blow by blow uh, on this match. Um, they had a fill out process. It was a good match. The way women's match wrestling should be in AEW every week. I mean, um, these two women went at it. Um, uh, of course, Chris Dan is showing her skills or what she made of. Shana is not doesn't stay back. These two women went at it. I mean, they 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 put it all everything on the line. Everything was just a, a slow process in the beginning, but uh, Shana, you can't really say 
any of these women dominating the match. They both were showing the skills and everything, but I think Chris Danlander, because of her power and how big she is, um, she uh, overcame a lot of the stuff that Shauna uh, did to her. At one point, I think uh, Chris Danlander tried to jump off the top rope. She got caught with a kick from Shauna. But, of course, uh, you know, Chris Danlander was too much for Shauna. She caught um, Shauna with her Big Bang Theory power driver, Sit down, power driver that uh, beat um, Shana. Now, quick thoughts about this match. Um, this is the way the AEW women's division should be. You don't have to put two, three matches. You, you know, you you start showing um, what the, the division is all about. It took them about six months or whatever has been that, that that for them to do this because you still have Sadie Gibbs. You still haven't seen them. Big Swole was still there. You got Nyla Rose as the world champion. Um, you still got B. Be presently in Japan. I don't know if Riho is coming back because I know Riho uh, is in um, stardom. She has she's the champion over there. Um, but you know Kenny Omega is going to try to bring these uh, Japanese girl uh, Hiroki Shida. Uh, she hasn't been seen for a while. Uh, I like her. Um, so you know, little by little, they're showing stuff about the women's division, including Britt Baker, who's now a heel, and she's uh, right now she's getting a lot of heat because of her promos or whatever. But it's now this is the way they should have done it from the get-go. Um, I think the night the Nightwolf Collective, I call it, uh, got eliminated, and now they had no choice but to allow these women to uh, show their skills. I mean, still got Sadie Gibbs out there. I still haven't seen her. Got Penelope Ford in there. Uh, you got, like I said, Big Swole. You have a lot of women in there that could do a lot of damage in that division. Then we had the promo with Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose... Uh, pretty much, uh, I'm kind of, you know, I, I like her as a champion. Don't get me wrong. And uh, the, the worst thing I kept hearing throughout the time since she won the belt, I think it was last week, uh, oh, she's not supposed to have the belt because, you know, she's a man, whatever. Listen, that's not the point. I mean, I think the woman um wrestles pretty well she hasn't hurt anybody yes she might have strength of a man because that does not change uh, but i feel that she and riho did a pretty good match i mean she had over 127 pounds over riho or 130 pounds over riho and she never got to hurt her purposely i mean she she pretty much protected her did her thing let riho did some of her moves on her she did her moves on riho and at the end she won the world title now the good thing I like about this part about the um, this promo was that she let everybody know, um, you know, and the best part I love about this whole promo was the time she said, I'm going to be a one-time champion, which means I'm not going to do like some other promotions. You become a champion, you lose it, and then you're a champion again. So what she's saying is oh, she's going to be a dominant champion. You're not going to be able to beat her. She's the queen bee. And the b- best part she said, you know, when – Nyla Rose is hungry. She break bitches. So, and as long as soon, soon as she said that, you had Chris Stanley to come out, which now you know Chris Stanley versus Nyla Rose is going to be epic. It's going to be a good match. Uh, it's going to be two two women in there going at it. And Nyla Rose uh, is a big girl, but so is Chris Stanley. She don't stay behind. Big Swole came out. Uh, one thing I was... Um, <laughs> that I heard on one of the podcasts was that uh, Big Swole told uh, Nyla Rose, let's go. You ready for it, brother? And a lot of people made jokes about it on the uh, 
on Twitter. But then again, these trolls in Twitter are horrible. I mean, they're the worst. I mean, my account got locked up 12, 12 hours yesterday because I was dealing with uh, wrestling fan trolls who think they know the business real good and and just think they know it all and they, they, they shit on everything, on every promotion, uh, unless if it's not WWE. So, um, but yeah, so that was pretty good. That promo was pretty good. And we're going to see. Now you've seen a... Uh, a division right now who's going to be in transition, getting built up little by little. Let's see what other women wrestlers come in. Like I said, you still got Sadie Gibbs in there. You got Penelope Ford. You still got B. Priestley in Japan. You got Hiroki Shida. She's still around there. So a decent, I mean, a decent uh, division. And you do what you do. You don't have to do two or three matches a night because you work on your, on your women's division little by little. Uh, till then, we'll see what happens. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. And now we're going to be talking about the match that I was expecting to see. And believe it or not, guys, this is not the first time these two individuals faced off. They faced off back in August for the G1 Climax. Jeff Cobb versus John Moxley. That match, pretty much uh, Je- uh, Jeff Cobb dominated most of this match. And Jeff Cobb looks so, so fit. He, you could tell he lost um, a lot of body fat. He's very agile. The minute the match started, he caught um, John Moxley in a belly-to-belly suplex, and then he did a beautiful dropkick that caught uh, Moxley off guard. But he dominated most of the match uh, throughout this uh, one-on-one encounter. I mean, um, let's not forget, uh, in the, in the uh, crowd, you had Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager with tickets where they claim they had both they have both tickets and then um they were out there at one point they threw john moxley in the in the rating in the railing and they threw him on jericho's lap jericho decided to um hit moxley with the belt it's funny because you bought a ticket now you over there smacking uh, uh moxley with the aew world title belt uh but you know um jeff cobb let me tell you something even though uh, supposedly, I thought he signed with AEW, but he has not signed with AEW because he still wants to work with Japan. I mean, that still could that still could happen. I mean, he could still work with AEW and still go to Japan. There's an issue there, but which I will bring it up later on. Um, but even though um, Moxley beat Jeff Cobb on a small roll-up, Jeff Cobb looked good in his loss because I really, I mean, you did not expect Jeff Cobb to beat Moxley. Not when. Uh, uh, 10 days before the uh, actual match with him and Jericho. Uh, and you know that was going to that was gonna happen. But it, but he made Jeff Cobb look good because Jeff Cobb dominated most of the match. And he even gave him the tour of the islands. And somewhere, somehow, you know, um, Moxley was able to escape. So right now with Moxley, he's getting the push that he needs, making him a good, good, uh, you could say baby face and uh, number one contender. And... Um, and Jeff Cobb, you know, like I said, look good. Give him a contract. Do anything possible to get him into AEW if he wants to work for New Japan. Um, but like I said, you know, they could do they could do what they do with Jericho, with Moxley, give him go to Japan and wrestle. But there's a problem with that. If New Japan comes to the United States, these guys can wrestle in the United States for New Japan, and that's a problem right there, which I will bring up uh, on the end of the show. Um, so that was a good match, but after the match, you saw uh, Moxley get jumped by the uh, by the inner circle. The lights go out, and then Darby Allen pops out 
and when the lights come back out, he, uh, he, he t- I, don't, I don't remember if he skateboard down the ramp. I think he went down the ramp and he started beating everybody up with the with the skateboard. Uh, even Jeff Cobb caught it with the skateboard, and then only Moxley and Jericho stood in the middle of the ring and they went at it. And then Jericho escaped, you know. Um, so that's a setup in ten days between Jericho and Moxley for the AEW World Title coming up in Revolution. Um, that's gonna be a very, very uh, good match. I don't know what's gonna happen there. I mean, you may see a new champion because Jericho has had this belt since August. That's almost close to six, seven months. So he had a good run. Now the the question is. You know, what's going to happen when he loses the belt? Is he still going to get title shots? Is he going to be, you know, what's going to happen with AEW? Because he's pretty much is carrying AEW um, when it comes to uh, the championship belt. But you never know. Uh, I'm sure they're going to, they have to do a secondary title. Uh, I'll keep saying it. Secondary title. I don't know what you call it. You call it a TV champion, uh, United States champion, whatever, national champion, anything. You need a secondary title. You got too many guys in there fighting for one belt. Um, so you never know, but we will see. Um, we'll be right back after this and we're back. So the next match was the hangman page, Kenny Omega, the world tag team champions. They were defending the titles against the Lucha bros. You know, um, you know, to me, this match was classic. I mean, these guys went at it and, uh, the champs were doing great in the beginning of the match. You know, of course, the Lucha Brothers win, and it turned it up like the way they do it. Um, so, I mean, this went back and forth. I mean, you see, you know how Phoenix does his stuff, his little acrobatics and uh, all the stuff. But at, at the beginning, I mean, the beginning of the match, uh, you could see that uh, Omega and, and, and Hagman Page, they worked very well. They kept um, Phoenix um, in control. But then, again, like I said, the Lucha Brothers turned it up. And they started doing their thing. Um, but toward the middle of the match, Hammock against the hot tag, taking control of the match. One point you saw um, where Hangman waits for Kenny Omega to throw his opponent backwards so he could do a, 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 a backdrop of suplex. But, of course, you know, we're talking about Lucha Bros. That Phoenix turned that to a cutter on Hangman. Then Penta hit Omega with a Canadian Destroyer. That it was so beautiful, guys. It was so beautiful. It was just the match was awesome. The match was going back. Uh, Omega uh, almost got pinned after he got hit with the Hagman's buckshot lariat again. This is the second time that they, uh, this happens to Kenny Omega, where um, he holds an opponent and uh, Hagman Page jumps over the rope and goes for the lariat. He caught Hang um, Omega, and Omega almost got pinned, uh, but. Of course, you know, and you could tell that um, the Lucha Bros did their thing. They had Omega hurt because Omega, at one point, um, Hangman kept tagging him. He was not at 100%, but you, at the end, Hangman with the Lariat, uh, V-Trigger from Omega combination. They ended up um, pinning um, Phoenix for the win. After that, the Young Bucks come out to congratulate them. Now this is the match that I was talking about for Revolution. Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. This will be the match, and I'm saying it here today, February 20th. This is going to be the match where you're going to see that Omega is going to get betrayed by Hangman Page. Um, 
this is going to be something for us to see. It's going to probably, probably be a few between these two because uh, I remember back when they were in New Japan, when Omega lost the United States IWGP title to Switchblade, uh, Hangman Page went and um, challenged Jay White for the U.S. title at that time, and Omega got mad at him, and this was the time when they were part of Bullet Club, and it looked like Omega and Page was going to go to blows, but then that was the time when Cody was trying to take over the Bullet Club, and that was the whole rep. Uh, war between them two and they never got to wrestle each other but now this is the perfect spot where you're gonna see um omega getting turned on hangman page on and that's coming up on revolution i see it happening i see it happening they've been teasing it for weeks so who knows and uh, the next one was the um warlord versus cody warlord looked good and no matter what the structure of that cage was incredible it was it was a loose in the bottom so i don't know if they did that intentionally or not but um it was the match was good um you could tell that um this guy um warlow um was a tough guy because cody tried to take control and he smacked i think he kicked him dead in the face and did not budge warlow uh but warlord was flunging Cody all over the cage. At one point, Cody got stuck between the cage and the and the uh, the ring apron, and he took the cage and started pounding on Cody's upper uh, body, and he was stuck there. I mean, Warlord looked great. That's powerful. Uh, Cody then got busted open, and that's when uh, Warlord threw him against the uh, the cage, busted him open. It was blood all over the place. Uh, you know, um, it, it's at one point the cage door open and you saw mjf go to r anderson and r anderson went straight to the cage and he told him uh mjf to r Anderson, do hit him with the cage hit him with the door just like you did to his father back 30 something years ago um and i thought that r anderson was going to turn on him and hit him with the cage but instead he hit mjf with the cage so um the match continued but the best thing that happened throughout this whole match and again, War, Cody made Warlord look good. But the craziest thing that uh, Cody did was go to the top of the case that was 20 feet in the air. Not 20 inches, 20 feet on the air. And then a moonsault from the top of the case landed on Warlord. Warlord I don't think Warlord was expecting uh, uh, Cody to come uh, that fast on him. And Cody wins the match. So now he gets a shot against uh mjf but uh this was a good match um there was one point um mjf was trying to climb the cage and brandy went and started hitting him with the chair and it looked like uh, mj was gonna punch brandy um r anderson grabbed him threw his ass in the on the railing and so this is the setup but i got a bad feeling a real bad feeling i said this a couple of weeks ago when uh, R. Anderson got himself thrown out of the cage, uh, out of a match, and I think I believe he was uh, Cody was wrestling Kip Sabian, and he got thrown out of the match. And the first thing that came into my head is he's going to turn on Cody. So I thought he probably was going to turn on Cody in this cage match, and he looked like he was, but I think it's going to happen in Revolution. The minute, minute I really, really think it's going to happen, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll be right back with more AEW news and stuff that. Probably they're not even showing in the dirt sheet. So uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. So last night, AEW Dynamite was a pay-per-view uh, 
quality event. I mean, even though it was in the TV, but this 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 whole show was pretty good. Um, the fact that we had the tag team title match between um, Lucha Bros against Omega and Hangman, the Jeff Cobb against um, Moxley. This was not the first time I've seen these guys wrestle. They did wrestle in G1 Climax last year. Uh, the Battle Royal, which made a lot of sense because the tag team Battle Royal, when you see it in WWE, they say, well, if one guy is eliminated, the whole team is eliminated. No, it shouldn't be that way because it's stupid. It's just dumb. And the way AEW did it was the way it was supposed to do it. Is if one guy from the team gets eliminated, the other guy has a chance to to win it for the team. So which makes a lot of sense. And to me, that was a great, great way to do this um, battle royal that made it fun. Uh, the Chris Stanland against Shana was great, in my opinion. That's the way the woman wrestling should be in AEW. Um, the fact that Nyla Rose got challenged by two big uh, upcoming stars, Stanland and Swole. Was pretty good. The uh, what else? What we had? He, um, like I said, the tag team match was pretty good. The uh, Jeff Cobb, like I said, Jeff Cobb looked like a million bucks last night. The Young Bucks against Kenny Omega. That's gonna happen, but we'll see what happens um the upcoming weeks. But uh, other news AEW that most people may not know, but uh. First of all, let's go on with the ratings. AEW beat NXT again of uh, the ratings. What to me, like again, like I said a couple of weeks ago, there is no damn war. Uh, I think, and again, I said it. Um, I believe on Monday when I do my NXT takeover, NXT is a good show. Also, uh, AEW uh, is a good show. So that's wrestling. Both shows are professional wrestling. Now, if you want to see it, uh, sports entertainment, you see that garbage brawl at SmackDown, uh, but uh AEW wins again. Um so to me right now as of today, I'm not gonna care what happens when it comes to the ratings because the ratings, I mean the, and the, the it was eight hundred and ninety four thousand by AEW, seven hundred and fifty seven thousand for NXT. There was a democratic debate going on last night. So what's people gonna say, oh, you know, NXT didn't win because of the debate. No, stop it. Listen, at the end of the day, everybody wins. Everybody wins no matter what, you know. I'm not gonna knock NXT because NXT, I've been watching NXT for a while since the, I think, um, since uh 2015 with the takeovers in New York and all that. Those are awesome shows, man. And you got these trolls on uh, on Twitter talking crap, you know, that was shitting all over AEW or shitting uh NXT. I just seen a, a, a podcast there where people say that NXT is boring. Are they high? Are they really high? NXT is a good show. Maybe the shows that they give on, on Wednesday night may not be as good as the NXT TakeOver, but the NXT TakeOvers are the big pay-per-views. Why would you hype a pay-per-view quality um, show unless you want to do it? I mean, yeah, they've done it before. I mean, uh, just, I, don't, I don't know. You can't please these wrestling fans anymore. You can't. And like I said before, that my, my account got, my Twitter account got shut down for 12 hours because I had to be dealing with NXT, not with NXT, but the uh, wrestling fan overall with the trolling and all that crap uh, you know and it's just nonsense also coming out of aew backstage raven was in the audience last night and austin Arias was in the back and he tweeted something to the effect i'm gonna read it he said um i was sitting at ringside they would say actually no 
that weren't sitting on Risa. Also, everyone's in the back, and he tweeted, it's a little dark, but I feel dynamite. Now, excuse me for all the rambling I just did a little while, like three, four seconds ago, because I'm trying to read my notes. But that's what happened. Raven, Austin, areas are now being linked to Dark Order. So I don't know. Raven being the exalted one? Eh, I don't know about that. I still want Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy should be the exalted one. As far as Austin Irving as being part of the Dark Order, I can see it happening. He fits very well with that. But Austin Aries, Austin Aries, and um, you know that he's known to be an a-hole. But listen, anybody that's good in the in the roster would be good. So also, uh, Cody wants to put AEW against Raw on Monday. Here's my comment and my um, my view and my opinion of this. If you do it now. It will be a big mistake. I see that Cody letting his emotions and the fact that he probably hates WWE so bad or what happened to his father and what Vince meant this for his father that he just so, so, um, you know, passionate and very motivated to bringing down WWE. First of all, you're not going to bring WWE down. WWE has too much money and there's an empire, the evil empire. Um, you just started in October. Um, you're only a year old as far as a promotion. You started your shows in October. It's about what? Uh, four or five months, whatever it's been. Um, so for you to even think of putting AEW against Raw, you could put them. And they'll probably beat Raw because they got better quality than Raw right now because Raw is garbage. So it's SmackDown. But now you're getting ahead of yourself. And that's not a good move. That is not a good move because then you will put your all your all your young talent pressure and and they may take extra risks that you shouldn't be taking just to satisfy the fans and just taking i think it will be uh it'll be suicidal i think uh, i'll tell you honestly um i think cody needs to relax i think cody needs to check his emotions and check and don't do that mistake tna did that in 2009 when they brought Hogan and Bischoff, thinking, oh, we'll go against Raw on Monday night, and they lost. And they had better talent back then in uh, um, TNA. They were in probably better time than the WWE at the time, but when you think about it, you don't do that. You just don't go against the monster without having a, a good uh, a weapon to at least slice them up or uh, do some type of hurting. Right now, yeah, WWE is not doing well because, uh, because McMahon's still stuck in his 1980s um, mentality and Raw and SmackDown are not doing that great on the ratings, but you put you do that now, Cody, and put AEW against you're, you're not. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. And um, you may whatever. If anything, you have NXT fans go and watch Raw just to see AEW lose because there's a lot of hating when it comes to AEW. There's a lot of hating, and it's it's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Uh, people like. To, you got AEW uh, group Facebook groups, and you got trolls in there just to bash. They're in the groups just to bash the promotion, which is stupid. Um, R. Anderson, like I said, is rumored to turn against Cody, and he may co- turn in Revolution. I think I spoke about that. Um, they're talking about maybe the possibility that if that's to happen, you're going to have R. Anderson and Tully Blanchard getting together, and you're going to have MJF, Warlow and Sean Spear as a faction, and that would be good. But 
we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on AEW right now. They should just focus on them. Don't focus on anything. And maybe Cody just throwing out, you know, just getting um, WWE um, nervous to, for them to keep making mistakes or keep doing dumb stuff like they're doing now. Um, so one other thing that I want to bring up, which is not an AEW related, but the fact that they're thinking about putting the Bella Twins into the Hall of Fame is a freaking joke. Um, there was people saying that, oh, you know, they, they, they're supposed to go to the Hall of Fame because of what they're doing now and the Bella, uh, the the freaking show, the the, 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 the show that they have. Anyway, uh, they, they mainstream and all that. Listen, the Hall of Fame and WWE should be about wrestling. Not no damn um, being in some reality show because the Bella Twins, as far as their wrestling skill, they suck. And yeah, I'm going to say it. They suck big time. Okay, and this is why I remember there was a a um, a promo which AJ Lee, CM Punk's wife, said, "Why you girls are trying to look all cute for the for the Hollywoods and the reality show? I'm defending the Divas title, and at that time she was the champion. And then at the end they ended up shitting on her because you know she was CM Punk's wife. So, um, but just I just felt like I wanted to throw that in because that's been bothering me all week long. The Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame, it's a freaking joke." Anyway, guys, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Again, I am the ultimate one. I'm coming to you live from New York City. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, again, um, if you'd like to hear more, just check out my other rest of my um, episodes that I had, especially the one I did on Monday, which is the NXT TakeOver review. I also some New Japan news. I also have Ring of Honor news on that episode. So don't be afraid to check it out. I'm in Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, Google Play. Um, what else? Um, I'm messing with Pandora, I said already. Um, iHeartRadio, I said that already. So I'm all over the place. So you guys can check that out. I also got a YouTube channel called the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I drop videos there every week. Um, so you can check that out. Hit the subscribe button. Um, hit the notification bell for up new uploads. Hit that thumbs up for you know to help my channel um greatly so i would appreciate it also if you want more information about me you go to the youtube channel and you can check out my my links on top facebook instagram twitter um also i have the anchor app in there where else you could hear my my um my audio podcast there that i do every monday and thursday and i will continue to um Keep giving my fans what they want. Um, again, shout out to every uh, state that's supporting this podcast. Uh, also, uh, countries like United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, um, Czechoslovakia, Netherlands, um, Puerto Rico. Name it. I, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going places that I'm reaching out to places that I never thought I would be able to do. But again, the support that I'm getting, I appreciate it. And I hope you guys continue to support it. Again, my name is The Ultimate One. And um, I don't know what's happening this weekend, but um, just check out other stuff. There's Ring of Honor, Free Enterprises. You can check that out. I mean, Ring of Honor is doing anything. You can check out some of the shows on New Japan, The Road to the New Japan. World, uh, World Cup, whatever they call it. So you can check that out and see what's going on. Until then, guys, I'll see y'all Monday and have a blessing weekend. And hopefully, I'll see you guys soon.